everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by the Tees. Okay, Jeffrey, there was something called the Jubilee that happened <laughs> this past week. The Platinum Jubilee, not just Ooh. any Jubilee, which is apparently a thing, but the Platinum Queen I, Elizabeth. Wow, wow, wow. How many years? sticking around. I don't know, mid-90s, right? Oof. Oof, I mean, kudos to her. Yes. I mean, you dress me up in a bright colored frock and <laughs> shove me out on the balcony. I'll do it. I'll do yeah, it. Well, I mean, we the love the crown. I'm there for it. Mostly the crown. That's the, <laughs> the, the kicker. Really needing that. I do love her monochrome outfits. Like it yeah. does bring me a little bit of joy, she's, especially she's some of the outfits that she rolled out for this. So Jubilee. true to her brand. She's just like, boom, pop a color. Yes. Love it. I mean, I envy her in that realm. I don't know. But the real drama took place with, you know, <laughs> Prince Louis, Prince Louis. Yes. And my love of Kate for Kate Middleton deepened because, you know, all his little sassy tyrants, even the one with the tongue out, the hand yeah. on the forehead, mm. he was mm. giving it to her in the public eye and she stayed stone face. Yep. And we know that inner parent rage when it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to need to be quiet. You know, when you talk between your teeth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she wasn't doing any of that. I mean, God save her. God save the queen. I truly God save the princess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in that moment, he or she did. <laughs> what a little something or another. I mean, it's a good what thing he's not in line to get to the throne. Um, I mean, we wouldn't want him running the country. He's going to be the wild one, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's there, Harry, I guess. Got a little bit um, of his uncle in him. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of having a little bit of the uncle, um, we also saw baby Lilibet, yes. uh, who made her debut alongside parents who showed up for the Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think? Were you surprised that they dropped the picks? I would love to say yes, but they were not leaving without a good publicity app. They flew all the way across the literal pond. From Santa Barbara. They were going to make it worth their while. They're like, we're taking the private jet from Santa Barbara there. We're going to get the picture. It's going to be published. <laughs> and I just think she's absolutely adorable. I oh, mean, oh. yep, yep, yep. I yep. am surprised. You know, we talk about hair. I'm surprised mm-hmm. that I'm always surprised anyone that I know with the red hair that it just pulls through from a genetic standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's beautiful and and lovely. It is. It's all of those things. Speaking of things that are beautiful and lovely. Yeah. So on last week's episode, we were joined by our social media editor extraordinaire, Brittany Pierre. And instead of our usual interview style pod, we kicked it off summer style and we did what's called a little trend alert. Mm-hmm. Um, the three of us discussed our thoughts on upcoming trends and determining if they were a will or a won't. Will they take over the summer? Um, We hope you liked it. And let us know if you agree with our takes or disagree. And if you like learning more about the industry, those who are enacting change and creating a better world, make sure you subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees and send in questions to volume up at thetees.com. And on this week's episode, we talked with Sam Villa and Rachel Heil. Sam Villa is co-founder and chief creative officer of the Sam Villa company, We Know This, mm-hmm. a leading education and styling tool company for the professional hair industry. Rachel Heil is a licensed cosmetologist and the founder and executive director of The Beyond Project. The Beyond Project coordinates with nonprofit services like the Salvation Army to bring hairdressers and makeup artists to local markets. The Sam Villa brand has partnered with the Beyond Project to bring services to women coming out of the most vulnerable situations like human trafficking, homelessness, and abuse. 
Rachel has joined the Sanvia digital education events and stage at shows like ABS and Premier Beauty to talk about the Beyond Project and how it helps to provide dignity and care to women in dire need. This is a combo you're not going to want to miss. But before we get to it, let's talk a little bit about things that are popping off in the land of pop culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I'm sure she would hate to hear us say is that <laughs> Gwen Stefani has brought another celebrity beauty brand oh. to the market. Um, what are your thoughts, Kelly? <laughs> Ugh, I feel like I have an initial visceral reaction to the words celebrity and beauty brand brought to the table. But But it's Gwen Stefani. I know. I love Gwen Stefani. I love Gwen Stefani. I mean, who doesn't? Maybe in another life I was or will be Gwen Stefani. I mean, ugh, she's on point all the time. Even when she's out there on her Ford Ranger John Deere things in the, Mm -hmm. you know, out there with Blake. So. One thing I will say that is if there's somebody that has a signature red lip for me, it's Gwen Stefani. So I better believe that I am buying all shades of her reds to choose which ones is for me. Her original is called Extra Sauce, which I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. And her original recipe is True Red. So I'm going to give it a whirl and channel maybe my inner Gwen just to see if I can and I'm sure I'm the sure answer is no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, again, I'd like you and I both feel the same way. Celebrity beauty brand, we mm-hmm. don't need any more of them. But if yeah, somebody's we're, we're going capped. to have one, it should be her. I mean, the red lip. I'm surprised she hasn't really dabbled in hair color, to be honest. True. I mean, really, like True. the lightning category. Certainly, she's toned. I mean, that blonde is. Anyway, we digress. Good for her. If somebody was going to do it, it should have been her. Um, we don't yep. maybe need the the others that are out there. So. All right. Well, let's talk about things that are popping off on the tease. Our editorial team has been hard at work this week, just like every week on covering industry news, looking into trends and diving into brands that you don't know, but you probably should. And here are some of our favorite headlines. First up, big, big, big news from Amika and Eva NYC. They've named Ruben Carranza as chief executive officer. Effective July 5th, Carranza starts his new role and will work closely with the Amica president, Chelsea Riggs, and even NYC president, Jane Morin, to build on each brand's distinct momentum and position both businesses for long-term sustainable success. Carranza says, both Amica and Eva NYC have built distinctive brands founded on proven efficacy, sustainability, and inclusivity, championing innovation and diversity since inception. I'm confident that we will capitalize on a number of new and exciting organic growth and expansion opportunities in this space. Head to the tease.com for more details. Big things in store for them. Kelly, a little birdie tells me that you might have a connection to yes. a one Ruben Carranza. Care to share? I mean, I've known Ruben for probably the last 10 years and back in his Wella days. And mm-hmm. he did wonderful things for the PNG Salon Professional Portfolio at the time that transitioned into Wella. Um, and so I wish Ruben all of the best of luck, although he does not need luck. He was previously at Kate Somerville doing wonderful things there. I personally love to see him come back to the pro space because I think we've missed him. So Ruben, welcome back. It's as if you never left. And I also deeply admire Chelsea Riggs, who we've had on the pod before. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Amica brand for me was one of those that popped out there early on, made splashes at all of the trade shows and did things wildly different. And so as the two now come together uh, for Amika and Eva NYC, 
I'm here for it. So I think we should have Ruben on the pod. What do you think? Uh, the invitation is wide open, Ruben. <laughs> you heard it here. Um, all right. Other things that are popping off on the tease for highlight trends that will be everywhere this season. There's no doubt that a highlight trend will help you and your clients achieve all of your hair goals from herringbone highlights to tennis highlights. Yes, those are real things. We're breaking down the latest on the tease.com. So my question, Kelly, knowing these four trends that maybe our listeners are not aware of because they've not mm. been to the tease.com. Which are you most into? And is it maybe even just because of the name? I, for one, am into a tennis highlight. Oh, same. That's oh. what I was going to say. Because although I don't play tennis, I do want to look as though I've been basking in the yeah, sun. Just off the court. Maybe just, oh, just off the court. I don't know. Which doesn't really sound that fun to me. But um, <laughs> I do like the tennis highlights, otherwise known as, you know, naturally bright, lighten up your locks. A little bit of brightness goes a long way in the summer. So I'm liking that. The mm-hmm. one that I'm kind of iffy about is the herringbone highlights. Know, so only because I, I've seen people recently that are mixing some herringbone highlights, if you will, into their gray, just mm-hmm. like this is denoted here on the T's. And to me, it looks like a little bit of a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's, tough. Um, it's tough. You know, some people are so. looking for that. Uh lived in look. Um, and, and certainly it does that for them. So, I mean, let us know what you guys think. If you're not into the herringbone highlight trend, Mm -hmm. let us know. We'd love to hear about that. Um, But if you are into it, we would equally, I think, (laughs) like to hear about that. Last thing before we go into our conversation with Sam Vigia and Rachel Heil is that it's your last chance to get your Christoph Robinson Hello Salon Pro box. Yep. In this box, you're going to get five full-size products, including the French hair care brands, purifying conditioner, gelée, color shield shampoo, color shield mask, cleansing thickening paste, and cleansing purifying scrub. We love all of these things. The box is only $25 at our subscription price, which is less than one of these products alone. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. like, I had as It's a... Said doozy of a deal i mean <laughs> for me i'm really you know the cleansing thickening paste it's for people like me with like fine or even thinning ugh, hair and it's a clay to foam shampoo so i mean buy it for the novelty if nothing else that alone is 53 dollars retail huh? uh-huh. and so i'm here for my fine and thinning cleanses and instantly boost body so it's all in the box it's the box yeah, head to the tees.com. <laughs> Do it. Go. Uh, look, there's so much happening there. Um, this day, every day, all of the days. Thank you to hardworking editors. We're proud to publish stories that our salon pros and consumers care about. All right, today on the pod, we have two incredible guests. Um, one that we have chatted with before, Mr. Sam Via, and also Rachel Heil. Um, and we're going to get in, into a little bit about their bios. First off, Sam is the co-founder, CEO of the Sam Via company, a leading education and styling tool company for the professional hair industry. We know you, we love you, we see you, we hear you. <laughs> he is also the global ambassador for Redkin Fifth Avenue, a L'Oreal brand. He is the 2021 Naha Educator of the Year, Hair Award USA Hall of Fame inductee, 2021 AHP Icon Stylist of the Year, along with so many accolades that I think we could fill it with a pod all of its own. (laughs) Sam, welcome to Volume Up by the T's. Kelly, it's a pleasure to be back to Volume (laughs) Up by the T's, especially because of the, the content and subject matter we're going to be talking about today. Very passionate about it. 
I love it. And you two are both incredible. Moving on to Rachel Heil. She is the founder and executive director of the Beyond Project. She is a licensed cosmetologist and founded the Beyond Project after facing the death of her nephew just over a year before. Since then, she's watched thousands of volunteers in the beauty industry serve our communities of women, men, children who are facing domestic violence, human trafficking, foster children, homelessness circumstances in LA, Chicago, Seattle, Austin, Orlando, Kentucky, Las Vegas, and even Lebanon. So woof, what a list, what an accomplishment. Sam and Rachel have partnered um, and the Beyond Project together to bring services to women coming out of the most vulnerable situations like human trafficking, homelessness, and abuse. The Beyond Project coordinates with nonprofit services like the Salvation Army to bring hairdressers and makeup artists to local markets. Rachel has joined Sam, uh, his digital education events and stage shows at shows like ABS and Premier Beauty to talk about the Beyond Project and how it helps to provide dignity and care to women in dire need. What a cause, what a mission. Artists and hairdressers have opened their arms to this project and volunteered their valuable time and expertise to help grow this group of marginalized women. So thank you to both of you again for being here. Welcome to the pod, Rachel. Uh, excited to hear from you today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and just it's been an honor to um, be partnered with Sam and their company and just to further what we're doing across the beauty industry. Amazing. I love to hear it. To start off, Sam, as I mentioned, we know you, we love you. <laughs> uh, we've heard from you before here on the pod. And if you haven't listened to that episode with the Mr. Sam Via, head to the show notes where we will be linking out to that previous episode. But first of all, it's summer. We're kicking off. Um, we're mid end of show season. Um, mm -hmm. Any new news since we last connected outside of the topic that we're going to talk about today? Well, you know, Kelly, it's so exciting to be back at shows in yes. person. We're oh. just coming off of the Orlando premiere show, which was a very successful show for those, all those involved. And for those of you that missed it, let's get back into being in being live and networking with each other. I want you to remember something, you know, the computer is a great resource for education. It's going to continue to be a great resource for education. But the one thing that the computer can't do is really touch your heart. You know, at a live event, you, you have an opportunity really to have your heart touched. And I've discovered something most recently, and it's this mission that I'm on and I'm sharing it with a lot of people. And that is that a satisfied life seems to be better than a successful life because a successful life is measured by others. Yet, mm -hmm. you know, your, your, your satisfaction is measured by your own heart, soul, and mind. And there's nothing better right now than what we've been going through is getting back into some live education and then thinking outside of the box in terms of giving back. And that's what today's conversation is all about. I love that amazing words of wisdom. We're going to talk a lot about heart and soul. And with that, Rachel, I'm going to turn it over to you to introduce yourself to our audience here. Yeah, um, I'd love to. Yeah, I have been a licensed cosmetologist since 2006. Kind of my background before that, I got a degree in communication. And while I was in college, I was a big sister. And so I always volunteered. And uh, after college, I uh, used I tutored ESL students. Uh, and then two years following college, I decided cosmetology was my route. It always was, but I, I chose the college route first. And so when I got my license, I realized, you know, in beauty school, you have so many opportunities to get back and volunteer. So I was like, okay, yeah. 
I don't need to do these other volunteer opportunities. What it looks like now is using this newly acquired skill. And so after beauty school, I looked for opportunities and felt like it was very hard to volunteer. And that has been the theme consistently when I've talked to um, stylists across the country is that you're by yourself. You don't, you, nonprofits don't get back to you. There's just so many um, barriers stopping them from volunteering. And so, um, yeah, I got into my career. I was, I put myself on a kid's foster kids website, did a foster girl. I uh, started a makeover day with my salon with women from the YWCA. Um, and then I did a prom hair day and everything kept opening up. But then I was like, it falls short. Cause I was like, I want to start this nonprofit. I'd research wow. it. I go, why isn't there anyone in the industry doing this? And we know that there's barbers on the streets. We know that there's like different random things happening around our country, but what really it is, is there's a bridge between all of us that needs to be had. And that's what I felt like was missing. So great. Yeah. It sounds like it was in your DNA on many levels <laughs> from yeah. the beginning yeah. to end up where you are right now and, and yeah. the, the path forward. So how did the two of you meet? I'll let you go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, one of Sam's uh, employees, Katie, she had gotten involved in Chicago um, years ago before she was working with Sam. And she's been in the beauty industry for years, but she's been less than behind the chair and then more um, working for beauty brands. And so uh, she had volunteered with us for a foster conference out in Chicago. And then we'd just been in touch for years. And then uh, she started working for Sam's brand. And last, last summer uh, she's like, Hey, could we be involved in this? And I think Sam jumped on it. I'll let him take that story. So <laughs> Right. Well, thank you, Rachel. We've been looking something, Kelly, to do and uh, in terms of giving back. Sure. One of the main things that I really wanted to do was utilize what I know what to do, which is my skill set. And that's what I love about this is this is an opportunity for the beauty community to take their skill sets and share it, give back to a great cause in terms of what's happening. And I think a lot of times out there is, you know, it's about the attitude of the hairdresser. And I think when you think about that, it's like a flat tire. You can't change it. You can't go anywhere until you change it. So the attitude right now about what's happening in the world, I think you find it a lot of this, uh, the Gen Z, they're really social. They're concerned socially about what's going out there. And this is something that I've been looking for for a while. And when Katie brought this to me, this was perfect. I thought, because I've heard, you know, if anybody's going to hear anything, it's going to be the hairdresser at the chair you know, because yeah. of the connection that we can make with people. So it's a great, great thing in terms of a cause to connect and utilize the skill set. And I encourage every hairdresser out there to get involved. And I'm sure Rachel's going to talk about that. Yeah. So let's dig into it. So we're here today to talk about the wonderful project, the Beyond Project and how it got started. So Rachel, take me back to the day. Well, we, you touched on it a little bit. That you're like, I see it. I see the need. No mm -hmm. one's doing it. It's time to take action. Um, dive a little bit more into kind of the minutia of that need um, and, and where really you got started because starting a nonprofit, starting a for-profit, all of those, a, a very, very difficult task at hand. Uh, so take me back to, to when you got started. Yeah. So uh, my story, you know, is about my nephew and he passed away in December of 2013. And it, I woke up a month later with this just just heavy grief as we anyone can only imagine the loss of a child. Um, and I just sat there and I was like, I 
life is so short. And like, even as Sam talked about just this, we need to be living out what is in our heart. And it's like, that was in my heart. It was like, this was fully uh, something that was so like, I, like there's nothing else that matters at that point for me. It was like, that's it. I have to do this. So following four months later, I actually sat with my mom on mother's day and just said, Hey, I need to do something. And then, um, months following, uh, a friend of mine who is she and I started it together. Um, she decided to move on to other ventures that were more in wellness. And so, um, we, both were like, we have to do this. And yeah, it's a crazy process. I had more meetings in that year when I was still behind the chair. Well, I worked behind the chair for another four years until 2018, getting the Beyond Project going. So basically, yeah, we learned how to file a nonprofit. We hired a lawyer. I sat with many nonprofits during that year and just said, how does this work? And, you know, I think the background with me having a degree in communication helps tremendously. I believe God brings everything out into a circle And so, um, in 2015 of May, we actually last month celebrated our seven years of founding. I know it's crazy. Congrats. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And so months following had a first events in Seattle, which is where I'm from. And then I've, I've relocated to Los Angeles to be headquartered there, but, um, yeah, we sat there and figured it all out. And then we had our first event, two first events in October and September of 2015. We had over a hundred stylists show up to our first event. We wow. had, it was at this warehouse. We had like 20 other nonprofits involved. We had a line down the street of all these um, individuals that were homeless or experiencing um, these circumstances who came to get their haircut. It was a crazy wow. event. We're like, okay, oh. this is real. And so then following that, we figured out how to create these strong partnerships with nonprofits. And that's really where I believe is the real change because there's so much to do with um, one-off events. And there's, we do support community events like resource days. And that's, that's so needed. Um, What I believe is the best is having like sustainable long-term partnerships. Like one of our partnerships with a homeless youth shelter in Seattle has been going for six years and stylists are there once a month cutting haircuts and the, the homeless youth come in and they're like, are the haircutters here? You know, they know wow. that a team is going to be there to support them. And that's the goal is really that like the community knows that whoever it is that's showing up is showing up. And so that's our goal is to really create sustainable projects. And so right now, monthly, we have anywhere from seven to 10 events um, happening. And then that's just, and we're growing like exponentially. Our goal is to be and we have to hire a coordinator and all the things, but, um, yeah. So basically right now it's just creating sustainability within what we're doing. So, and that's the inception was just like years and years of like, that didn't work this work, that didn't sure. work this work. And so, yeah. yeah. And just praying that everything would all come together eventually. <laughs> so Wow. So you have the longstanding partnership with, with mm-hmm. the shelter in Seattle. Tell me, uh, you know, you said, are the haircutters here? Like, how did that partnership start? What do you do on a monthly basis? How do you get other stylists involved? Because if I'm, I'm listening and saying, great, you know, I'm in the Midwest. How do I start? Where do I go? What do I do? Yeah. Walk me so through that process. Right now, everything has been manual. And we are actually right now applying for grants. We have uh, two, like $200,000 grants out to do build out a technology platform. That's, that's been always the goal. And that technology platform will be able to host all of our 
um, individuals on there. And then basically they'd be able to put in their geo area, their skills, like how often they want to volunteer, um, like their text messages and they get all of that stuff. And that's what we're working on right now. So we are encouraging everyone to continue to sign up, even though right now we don't necessarily have everything in every city, but the more people sign up on our website, the more we can do futuristically, as soon as things are able to go, we can be like, here's the city, we're ready to launch it. Here's, we're able to like get city sponsored. Those are all the things, you know, we have to hire a coordinator for each region because a mobilization of volunteers is really having uh, someone to do it. But the biggest thing that my goals are is like what, what we did with Sam was work with women coming out of human trafficking and domestic violence. And those are very specific and foster kids too, because they kind of all lead into that same category of really, really um, individuals that need just so much love and care. And yeah. so like we want them trained. So one of the things our platform will do is have those trainings on there so they can go through the training themselves and know like what to, and we'll have someone screening them, making sure their background checked, making sure they're ready to go and having those right conversations, what to say, what not to say, making sure that they even can go through a like questionnaire saying, Hey, I know all the things that I can say, not say. Um, yeah. So our big goal and dream is that when all this is put together and we're just grassroots. I mean, really yeah. like Sam came along and was like, we partner cause we believe in like, it's this grassroots movement of stylists that are saying, I want like one by one, I want to do this. And it's just amazing and enriching. So. Absolutely. So Sam, your, your team brought this to you and what was the initial appeal for you? I mean, obviously you've done wonderful things for our industry for countless years. Why the beyond project? Why did that spark something in you to participate? I just really, I come from a, a, a place of, and a background of where cousins and, you know, have been affected by things like this. And it okay. really affected me. And as soon as this was placed right in front of me, it was just mm-hmm. a natural automatic yes. As I stated prior, you know, we were definitely looking for something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's amazing how, you know, universe and God just puts it right in front of you when it's supposed to happen. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. And from there, we went to Las Vegas and that's when I really knew Kelly, that this was really the right thing because of what we did in terms of going to uh, the location. I think it was the YWCA. Is that correct? Rachel, where we were elevation army, elevation army. Thank you very much. We went to the elevation army and we did transformations and did these make makeovers. And we were briefed is exactly as Rachel says, we were briefed on what we can, cannot say, what can we can, cannot do. But it changed. It, it touched me. And yeah. I thought to myself, OK, this is the right. And it was the emotion of the after that really okay. touched me from the people that we had an opportunity to do these transformations on. Then we went to we kept the team was talking and then we continued to move on. We go to ABS. We tell Rachel, yeah. come with us to the America's Beauty Show. Mm-hmm. Let's get you on on our stage so that you've got a moment, uh, a spotlight of a moment to really share and get these people to sign up. And uh, that's where we started. Okay, let's get these hairdressers signed up. Uh, Aside from the other ways that Rachel does it, this was another way that actually worked and really getting her story out there live. And then from there, we're just trying every avenue we can. It began in Las Vegas. We carried it to Chicago. And Rachel continues to carry it in terms of getting these hairdressers involved in for what I believe is just a huge cause that sometimes just gets swept off underneath the carpet yeah. and needs to be brought out. 
because what an amazing moment for any of those horrible situations, right? Whether it's trafficking, foster care, you know, coming out of an abusive relationship to have that ability to feel wonderful again for a moment or a second or for, for, you know, continuing on with, with your life goals. So what a, what a huge blessing um, for them that you're blessing them with your gifts. Certainly. Where do you see from, you know, you know, working around the country, what is the next plan of expansion? I know that Rachel, you mentioned you're in LA right now. Do you have sort of ongoing opportunities that are presenting themselves for stylists in each of those, in each Metro market or even just a handful to start? um, Yeah. So, so through Sam, oh my gosh, like this, (laughs) I was like, I've been so overwhelmed in a good way of like, we had 300 stylists sign up through being able to speak on Sam stages wow. at ABS at, at premiere last year. And it's like, it was, it's been such a beautiful like synergy. And now I'm, we're with our board, you know, cause a nonprofit, I have this amazing board that helps oversee everything. And we're trying to reorg everything going, okay, I run it. I'm at right now is like, we need to hire a full team. Right. And so now I'm working with our board to figure out how, what are the funding ways that we can bring in funding. And, um, I do want to touch on one of the stories with Sam though, because he had such an amazing, there was a woman who literally had never received a haircut in her life ever a professional haircut. And she was in her fourth decade of life and watching her and like the transformation that came from her. And then Sam, like, I just want him to talk about the hug she gave him. (laughs) Well, you know, we were told Kelly that we, you know, you have to ask permission to touch and most of all, don't, don't hug. Right. So I was having just casual, whatever she would talk about, I would respond or it Mm -hmm. would just lead into a nice casual conversation. And whenever I would lift her head up to look in the mirror, she would always, you know, kind of casually just do this. And I thought, okay, I can't treat her like a client. I have to allow her to do that because obviously there's some emotion going on there. Yeah. So at the end, I said, it's time for you. Come on. I want you to look at your haircut now. She looked at her haircut and she just had this big smile and a smile that just really was it. It was a different smile that, that I'd seen in a while. And she stood up and I said, well, I thought she was going to walk away. And I said, do you like it? She goes, I like it. May I give you a hug? And she she gave me a hug. And it was it was really um, a moment that confirmed for me that how important gratitude is. Yeah. uh, But gratitude on both sides, the gratitude, the opportunity that I had to actually give back and then the gratitude that I received from her and how it touched me. But uh, God, there was just so many. uh, There was a so many stories that kind of happened that day for a lot of us in yeah. terms of when we were really working with these uh, wonderful people. Yeah. Oh, you can see I'm a softie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it actually another really cool story that happened that day was Vernon's story with, um, so Lisa, she is the captain of Salvation Army. I was connected with her in Seattle. She started um a sect of a a thing called brave global brave global is working with foster girls to empower them and brave global specifically the reason they do that is because if you stop girls from going from foster care to human trafficking or these circumstances you prevent all that from happening so their goal is to you know put a block in all of that which is so cool so lisa was in 40 foster homes as a kid she is 
the most amazing woman you'll meet. And so I, uh, Lisa's daughter has the most beautiful curls that you'll see. And Vernon Francois, who's like, you know, curl specialist, he, I, I leaned over and said, because I know her daughter, Lisa went to beauty school. Her story is she oh, wow. went like three or four months. She was a beauty <laughs> school dropout. <laughs> yes. And I said, would you consider doing her daughter's hair? Because, you know, she doesn't get, you know, professional haircuts, yeah. Salvation Army pastors, you know. And so we finished everyone that day. And he said, yeah, bring her in. And so her husband brought her in, who's also a captain at Salvation Army pastors. Wow. And he spent two hours with her teaching this 11 year old girl how to do her hair and, and coiling it right, getting it ready. Yeah. And, um, at the end, like the, we have pictures of that, but it was like at the end, you could see the like glow on her face. And she yeah. literally looked at her mom and she goes, mom, this was better than Disneyland. This is the best day <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cause what a, what a dream and a talent and a skill for her to take on. And who knows how those two hours inspired her, right? Well, it's just the empowerment that comes from, we know that comes from behind the chair, but like anyone in a circumstance that doesn't have that opportunity to feel that moment of looking themselves in the mirror and saying, I am valuable enough to live a full life. I am valuable enough to move on to the next day. You know, I mean, actually, this is a really cool story. I was just talking to one of my barbers in Seattle. He owns a shop and he just sent me this whole thing. And he goes, I need you to know there was a guy I did after one of the resource days who he looked at him and he said, you saved my life today. Wow. Wow. Yikes. Like, right. I mean, for anyone to say that to you in your life ever, or to even have the power to do something like that. Right. It's so, Ooh, he just told me, I mean, I don't even know the magnitude of stories that are behind right. all of the stylists. And one of the, one of the goals of the Beyond Project too, which we were doing during COVID when we are, you know, serving really got shut down because we were based in California and Washington at that time. And those, you know, those were the <clears throat> heaviest shutdowns for the beauty industry. We started doing panels with beauty artists and these panels were for, um, we worked with Covenant House California And we did it with Oakland and with um, the one in Los Angeles. And, you know, youth that are facing homelessness generally came from homes that didn't have the care and the the providing side of things that they needed. None of them learned basic hygiene care. How often do I wash my face? We had estheticians come on. We have makeup artists come on. We sent them makeup ahead of time and then they got to do their makeup like we were doing it virtually. And then we had a hairstylist come on we had, um, Angela styles. Who's a, she's a celebrity artist. She came on going through different, like curl techniques, how to braid your hair, how to section it. I mean, just everything you can do. And I mean, that's another part of what we want to do is yeah. really life coaching and hygiene saying like having like people go in and talk at these shelters, because sometimes there's a majority of people that don't get those professional experiences that yeah. we can provide. And so it's like, yeah. what if we like able to provide that too? And virtual trainings for foster girls that may not be able to go on site somewhere, but they're able to be able to talk to a live stylist, like, and do one-on-ones. And so there's so many things faucets to what I believe that we're supposed yeah. to do. And also mm-hmm. like getting brands involved. And we have like thrive mm-hmm. cosmetics come in and donate 
half a million dollars in makeup. We've had, you know, different things come along and we do different events and saying, that's our goal is really to also connect the brands. Um, one of my board members, uh, recently she's, she's with Neiman Marcus and Neiman Marcus had this whole, all the stuff they need to offload that were beauty products. And they were like, we don't know what to do with them. It's like, let's take them. We'll redistribute Mm -hmm. them for, you know, and that's really, there's an area for like all these companies that have these products that may not be able to like go like, right. They're like, you know, changing out the branding, changing out all the things. It's like, well, let's get them somewhere. We don't want them to go to waste. That's another part of this. So we want brands to know that this is an opportunity for them to like take that space. And, you know, and that's why we're so grateful for Sam because he came along, we got, they got blow dryers, they got curling irons, they got, you know, and, and, you know, there's so much more to that where they were able to really, and then when we're, I was in, in Chicago at ABS, I went and did a, a tutorial with the women, um, from a human trafficking um, center. They like, they have a restorative center called salt and light. And that was what I did there. So the stories are endless. The power is endless. I mean, the goals are endless. There's so much expansion into what I think that this can be. And it's just a matter of building the teams and the right people. And yeah, that's, that's what I see. So it's incredible. And you're certainly hooked up with one of the very, very best in the industry. Oh and Sam, <laughs> no doubt. What a blessing. <laughs> yeah. um, Sam, where do you see the partnership going from your perspective and from your brand and your, your abilities and network? We're going to do everything we can to continue to support the beyond project. I think one of the things that I want to share with the audience is is, you know, after you do something like this, I guarantee you walk out as a stronger person. Yeah. In so many different ways. So mm-hmm. we as a team will continue to involve Rachel whenever and wherever we can as we continue to move through the show industry. Uh, also on our social platform, we yeah. support the Beyond Project. Mm-hmm. And uh, that to me is really important to continue to do that. So any way that we can, we're going to continue to get involved. And uh, a lot of the reason being is because it's so needed. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. so much going on out there. And as an industry, sometimes we just need to take our talents and just step out of our big box, our arena, and step into another arena that's just going to change you as a person when you walk away from doing and participating in Beyond Project. So I just highly recommend that everybody out there, whenever you have an opportunity to sign up, That doesn't mean that you're obligated to the schedule or anything like that. I just want to clarify that. It means that when they're in town and there's a need and there's an event going on, you'll be contacted and have an opportunity to be part of that event. Yeah. Let's build a database, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's what we're doing. I mean, that's the goal is the database. (laughs) And one of the goals I just do want to mention is, you know, again, encouraging people to go on and sign up through our sign up on our website, but then also we're going to start doing ambassador type of programs okay. where salons can be partners, but then also individual stylists. Cause we know it's not always a whole salon and that's okay. Yeah. And we're, we're totally good with that. Um, one of the ways we're going to do that is like, you can have a QR code, put it on your mirror, talk to your clients about it, get people on nice. donations. One of the things we're doing is saying, Hey, like, our generation is all about subscription subscribe like to the five, 10, $20 a month through the beyond project so that we can expand into more regions. The more people like it really adds up if we have so many people network and then even clients involved. I mean, we right now, a few of my clients or a few of our stylists in Seattle have some really big name clients and we're, you know, saying, Hey, like let's get them involved. And so we have some foundations involved. We have some people coming in and saying, wow, why is this not been a thing? And I'm like, 
I mean, that's why we're here. So help us, Mm -hmm. you know, help you. And so, you know, it's not just the beauty industry. Our goal is like saying every person out there deserves a haircut. And we learned that in the pandemic. The best thing that happened in the pandemic is our services got valued more than anything else in the States that were fully shut down for a long time. So, um, state of California where, you know, movie sets were done, you know, all this stuff that got completely shut down. Um, that's, it's just the value of that service became so much higher because you couldn't get it. And so Mm -hmm. I just think people realize now it's not just about, it's not just about like a haircut. It's really about how it makes you feel. And we know that as stylists in the industry, but, um, yeah, so I'm excited to see, our goal is to be in every state and region and someday who knows where else, but that is right now the goal in the next five years, I see us being in every state. So amazing. Sam, anything to tag on there as far as um, I know you're going to do everything that you can to help out, but, but where do you see this going as well for our industry? Number one, I love that our services and our, you know, our industry was elevated, you know, certainly pre and post pandemic. Um, where do you see, where do you see this need for our industry going with the beyond project? Well, I think there's, you know, one of the things is, is, is awareness. Yeah. I think the awareness factor is so important and the, there's no better place than to create the awareness is in the beauty industry itself because mm-hmm. of the people that we encounter. So I think that's one key thing where it needs to go, where it's going to go or how far it's going to go. I don't know. It all depends on how much we get involved. I encourage everyone to get involved in some way or another, whether it be through. I just love the little thing that Rachel just said, the little QR code. But the awareness needs to happen. So our goal as a brand, the San Via brand, is to continue to create the awareness of the Beyond Project and how important and the value that it has. And how it's so simple and easy for the industry to just kind of just be right there and partner with. Yeah, them. great. So if you're listening, certainly we'll, we'll check out where you can find the Beyond Project. Rachel, let us know, what is your URL, social handles? Like where, where can we find you and follow you? Yeah, so we, the beyondproject.org. Okay. And then um, the Beyond Project uh, on Instagram. Okay. And I'm still working on the TikTok. We need to hire a social media okay. marketing person, you know, <laughs> or volunteer person, whatever comes first. And if you're uh, out there, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll spout out, you know, and I do think that there's a lot of volunteer opportunities as we grow um, within the industry, you know, so, and, it's, and it's really we have so, I mean, we're growing out a full nonprofit that's kind of run like a beauty business. So it's, it's yeah. this, you know, making up things from scratch. But yeah, I think um instagram facebook we're we're on everything tiktok and try to think oh and twitter yeah so underscore beyond project on twitter because that one was the one that wasn't the only one not available so awesome so we'll challenge everyone who's listening to to share the beyond project with not one but two three four five people because we got to get some momentum behind this all right so head on over to the beyondproject.org um, and check out, sign up, follow us on socials. It would be wonderful. So thank you to both of you for being here. That wraps up our interview part, but the next part is what we're going to call the tease quick takes. And so I'm going to toss you a question. Um, <laughs> the first one is Rachel, what is a quote that you love? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm the worst <laughs> at quotes. Uh, one of my favorite, I actually just sent this to, um, 
to Beth, who's Sam's co-founder. It's the Maya Angela quote. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. I'd have to, I'm going to have to like look it up because it's one of my, it is, I just don't retain those like. No, that's fine. I'll pass this one to Sam because yeah. Sam, I know you've got some. So Sam, what is a quote you love? Inspire us as we close out. People buy people, then they buy things. Uh, and I think that fits right into what we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's about making that connection. Mm-hmm. And I talk about that all the time, how as a hairdresser, you have to make a connection with that person that's in your chair. So it's not about trying to sell yourself. It's just about, you know, if you having an attitude, if I can help that person get what they want, I will get what I need or what I want. Great. So I think that's so important is, uh, you know, people buy people, then they buy things. Yeah, I love that. Great words of wisdom. Um, okay, to both of you, what was your last Google search? <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Okay. Believe it or not. Okay. Mine was the action of a clipper. Oh, Why? what? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I went to YouTube and I wanted to make sure I had some information because I'm not okay. a barber. I'm just going to add this. But I was having my son cut my hair. He's five for Father's Day. Okay. You'll see it posted posted on our social. So he cut my hair. I'm wearing a cap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. But I had to show him first. I showed him on video how the action of a clipper works. So I Googled that. And then I had him mechanically do it on a mannequin. So he could get it. And he did it on me. And he did really, really good. He faded Rachel. That's so impressive. Dang. So that's it's so video. cute. It'll, so that's my last Google. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I That came out of left field, but I like it, Sam. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel, yes. what about you? Do you recall? Do you remember what it was? Oh, yeah. Yesterday, my mom asked me, I did a little diversion from Orlando to Seattle and I'm flying mm-hmm. back tonight to go to Los Angeles. But my mom's like, I'm trying to find a swan for your grandma's garden. And mm-hmm. I'm actually at my grandma's right now. So I was like <laughs> Googling swan for grandma's garden. Yes. She's like, that's yes. what she's not complete. So that honestly was my last right. Google search. I like that too. <laughs> uh, okay. To both of you, what is the cringiest trend that you've ever tried? Oh, I'd love to go first. Okay. Let's yes. I know. Okay. I'm sorry, Rachel. These things. No, I want you to go first. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Kelly. Yes. The Mixie, the Bixie, the Shagnet, the Shag, mm-hmm. the, the, whatever you though, mm-hmm. uh, mix yeah, all of it. <laughs> then along comes an octopus mm-hmm. and I go, so I Googled what's the octopus haircut. Uh-huh. So, and I just cringing. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not whether I like it or not, but it is yeah. important that I know what it is. So, okay. Yeah. Explain uh, to our audience what it is. If we don't know a, a really extreme, extreme shag with tendrils okay. of pieces oh, of hair hanging oh. out. So imagine that I don't recommend yeah. it for fine hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. <I> love it. <laughs> so that kind of thing, this whole cringe thing in me. That's, Ooh, that's cringeworthy. Yeah. That. I wonder what, what's next. <laughs> oh my gosh. Rachel, any cringy trends that you want to admit to? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, you know, I was a, I was a child or like a teenager of the Mm nineties. And so my mom wouldn't buy me big jeans. And so I, I took one of my friend's brother's 
my his older brother her older brother's jeans so I could like have big jeans uh-huh. and you know the small t-shirt which is now in style again yeah which is I mean so come on it's, it's me. all back Ugh. uh I know the, that was the cringy stuff I'm like oh I look back I'm like what was I thinking mm-hmm. like no and then you know I definitely had the big stripes in my hair in college like that mm-hmm. dark dark stripes I'm like okay glad those went away after a year <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Sam, for you, you know, there's a lot of talk about sustainability and different forms of, you know, shampoo conditioner. What do you think about shampoo bars, bar Uh, of shampoo? That conversation has come up recently. Okay. Here's the thing. I think sustainable. Yes, indeed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just about the consumer in terms of being able to embrace that or that. Yeah. Now, if you ask me, does it work? I think it's all about the bar itself. I think okay. the, the concept of having a bar is great, but then there's so many different things I want to yeah. look at in terms of how quickly does it dissolve and you know how those things happen with a, with mm-hmm. a bar versus a bottle of shampoo longevity. Yep. Do I think it's something that we need to look at? Yes. Has it been, okay. is it out there? Yes. Whether it's working, that's a little research I'd like to do. All would right. that be something that I would, could embrace? I would say, yes. Why? Okay. Maybe as a travel, as a consumer travel, maybe it's okay. a consumer travel piece. Easy yep. to travel with. All right. I was, I was wanting your, your hot take on that. All right. Rachel, what animal are you most like? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my mind um, was a dog because I'm so loyal. Like I, okay. I'm loyal to a fault. It's it's okay. definitely something I will be loyal to anybody. All my friends know this. Sam, you you're gonna learn this. You're not gonna get rid of me. No one can get rid of me once <laughs> I'm like once you're in my circle. It takes a lot to t- to pull you out. And you know, and I mean, I don't I don't keep unhealthy people in my circle. But um, I would say yeah. So loyal to a fault that, but. I like to say I'm adventurous, you know, like a cat. So I like, I love adventure. I love getting all over the place. If I could fly around the world tomorrow, I would. So amazing. And Sam, very curious what animal you are. What animal am I? Yes. My mind is going, what animal would I like to be? (laughs) Right. Okay. Maybe what you'd like to be then. We'll take that too. Panther. Panther. One of the big five. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I like it. All right. What is one product, Rachel, that you cannot live without? And this does not necessarily have to be a beauty product. It can be kitchen, gadget, fashion, home, whatever. My gosh. (laughs) (laughs) One product, any product, any products. Oh, I know. I've been taking liquid collagen for the last couple of years and I, um, my skin, my, like just my hair, Mm -hmm. like all the things, my nails, everything, which I mean, that's embodies your whole person. So I think that's one thing I just couldn't live without. Amazing. I'm an, I'm a newbie to the collagen drink and I'm, I'm waiting for it to kick in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, what about you? One product you cannot live without. And this can be one of yours, certainly. <laughs> wow. I would have to say it's a pair of scissors. Yeah. Yes, oh, a pair of scissors. As long as I've got a pair of scissors. I mean, I could cut the rope. I could cut the string. I could cut yeah. cloth, but I could definitely cut some hair, which I love, love. it. So I got to have some pair of scissors with me. I love it. And finally, you know, Sam, you've given us a lot of advice, but what what is what is a bit of advice for those 
who want to make it to the proverbial top of our industry. I want to be a Sambia. You know, what 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 is some advice that you want to give to our audience? Right now for me, I'm, I'm you know, a lot of people are asking for coaching and I have to say what I say to them now is ask yourself who's in front of you. Yeah. Ask yourself. So things are changing so rapidly. So you have to embrace change and ask yourself who's in front of you. And as far as getting to the top, it takes years and patience and practice. You know, I mean, and and what what is the top? Define your top. You know, how big is your mountain? Sometimes it might be a hill to begin with, and then it becomes a mountain, and then it's Mount Everest. I don't know. But I will tell you this, you know, the higher you go, the more obstacles you come across. Yeah. Yeah. So the bigger your game, mm-hmm. the bigger the uh, negativity, the bigger the, you know, the other side of it. And that's where you have to learn to let all that go and not listen to that. So if you're coming from a good place in yourself, in terms yeah. of how your soul, your heart, your mind and what you're delivering, if you feel good about that, then the top is within reach. All right. I love it. That's a great thing to point out too. the, the higher you climb, the more obstacles they are certainly, and you have to be ready for those, right? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. So we're going to round it out and Rachel, what one last sort of parting thought from you on again, where are you headed? How can we get involved? Give me your sign off on the beyond project and and words of wisdom uh, from your perspective. Yeah. So you know, the three words that the Beyond Project embodies is um, inspire, empower, and connect. And, you know, it's inspiring us. It's inspiring the person we're serving. It's empowering us. It's empowering the person we're serving and, you know, and empowering our communities. And then it's connecting all of us. You know, Um, I look at like the beauty industry going, estheticians don't talk to barbers in a barbershop. You know, it's really my goal And the goal of the Beyond Project is for us to all connect in a way, like, and as Sam said, with our heart. And like, um, what's funny is I drew out this logo in 2015 and um, my market or the guy that did our graphic design for it, I just, I saw a B and then I saw um, a heart and it was sideways. And that's what I saw. It was like, and and then he put the, the person in the center of the heart. And when I saw that logo, like our graphic designer, I was like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, everything. And that, you know, when I met Sam and like his whole branding is the heart, I didn't even like, we, it was just like a moment going, yeah, it is truly about the heart of the person. It's the heart of the person. It's the heart of the stylist. And that's, that's just, so my signing off words are saying, come in, inspire, empower, and connect to us so that we can connect you to more people in your city. We can connect you to brands that want to give back and connect you to the nonprofits that you want to be a part of. So, you know, that is our true goal. And I'm just, I'm just grateful for the partnership with Sam and him being here today and just who he is as a person in our industry. He has, I have a few videos he hasn't seen yet. I've been waiting for the moment and I think I might send them today, but I can't even tell you when I tell people that I'm partnered with Sambia, they're like, he changed my life. Like Sambia changed my life. Like I wanted to become an education. I wanted to do this. Like Sam in our industry, there's, there's just, I'm, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm bipartial, but like, it's going, he has changed the lives of so many people and elevated so many educators as well. And we yep. need more educators because our industry is only as good as our educators are. And Sam is really just 
there's no words for who he is as an educator, as a person and the heart of our industry. So agree. A, a definite heartbeat of our industry. We all need more Samvia in our, <laughs> our lives, in our community and in our industry. And we need the beyond project too. Uh, so thank you so much to both of you for being here today. Um, wonderful to get to know you, to, to peek inside your heart <laughs> and pull those heartstrings just a little bit more. So to our listeners, your audience, head over to the beyondproject.org. Please check it out. Please tell five or 10 of your clients, your friends, your family. Uh, let's start a momentum here and get some, some gusto behind it from an awareness perspective so we can help change more lives. So thank you again. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> you bet. Okay, so you might have seen me maybe wipe a couple tears. You know me, I'm a softy, and that one got me, got me good. I mean, first of all, Samvia, an institution in the industry. I mean, Mm -hmm. enough said, needs no introduction. It was really, really amazing to hear both of them talk about the Beyond Project. Um, Rachel Heil, kudos to you and your ambition and spearheading this incredible, incredible organization. I'm excited for the T's to get behind it to really amplify those stories. So if you like more of those stories, be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the T's and send in questions to volume up at thetees.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. And thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode.